pumping money into my retirement plan. Wait a minute, the gurus tell me I should be saving 10% of everything I make. Hold on, what about credit card debt? That's the highest interest. Shouldn't I be paying that off first? Isn't it fun trying to figure out all of these on a daily, monthly, and even an annual basis? In this episode, I'm gonna share exactly how to minimize these questions in your financial world. By the way, guys, my name is Rich Strell with Protection USA based in Tampa, Florida, but serving the entire United States. Oh, with some exceptions in New York, because that state's hard to do business in. Now, of course, with everything financial and maybe everything in life, there's not a cookie cutter approach or a one size fits all answer to what we should be doing. Don't worry, I've got three different models that make it easy for you to know which one you fit into. For example, because credit card debt is such a big deal and we've all been in and out of credit card debt, I'm gonna break the models down like this. Model number one for those with high credit card debt Model two is for those with moderate credit card debt, and I'll define these. And model three is for people with little or no credit card debt. So today we're breaking down how much money and what priority to place on our retirement investing, our savings, and how much we should be putting towards paying off debt. Which of these comes first? Which are more important and why? Let me throw a little side note out there and say, first of all, if you don't have the ability to do well in all three of these buckets, then there's a couple things you need to be doing and focusing on in the year ahead. The first thing you gotta do, and I know this isn't rocket science, and I don't wanna preach to you like I'm your mom or dad, but you gotta cut back on some spending. When it comes to this, you gotta do it in the way that works best for you. But here's a tip. Pull up your bank statement and pull out your credit card statements and run a report that shows you what you spent money on in the last 365 days. You don't have to spend a lot of time on this, but at a high level, put a category next to each item. This way you can look back and see how much you spent on everything from hotels to travel, money spent on your hobbies and going out to eat. And of course, all of the other categories where you spent money. You and only you can then decide by looking at this if there's something that you're willing and able to cut back on. I'm not gonna be the guy to tell you to make your coffee at home for 47 cents before you leave the house instead of spending four bucks on it at Starbucks on your way to work. But you might look at your expenses and see how much you spent over the year on Dunkin' or Starbucks and go ahead and make that decision for yourself. You may not even drink coffee, but everyone seems to use that as a classic example. Okay, so we talked about cutting back on spending money, and before we get into how we should be breaking down our categories, there's one other thing worth mentioning here. For many of you, I wouldn't overlook or negate the idea of making more money. A quick and simple way before I get to one a little bit more profound is to maybe even consider selling some things. I had a kayak leaning on the side of my house that never budged for over four years. I paid roughly 700 bucks for the kayak new and I sold it for just under $400 used some four to five years later. So go through your stuff and ask yourself, are there some things worth parting with? And for the record, I've had far more success on selling things on Facebook Marketplace then I have Craigslist. Let me know in the comments if there's some other resources that you use. Okay, the next way to consider making some more money and then we'll jump into our categories 
is to make more money at work. This one falls a little bit more into the area where I wouldn't be as quick to forget about it as you might think. Sometimes simply asking for a raise makes a big difference. Take a few minutes to turn on YouTube, check out some podcasts, or even a good book on this topic. Okay, now onto the models and which one of them fits you. Just so you know that of these three categories, retirement, savings, and paying off debt, that I don't have any models, that I don't put at least some money towards all three of them each time you get paid. The rare exception, of course, is if you absolutely have no debt at all, then of course there's no money to put towards that. The reason for this is I think it's very important for you to become disciplined and habit forming at putting money into all three buckets almost regardless of what your situation is. It's kind of like me and my tithing at church. I'm always gonna give 10% or more, and there have been times in my life where that's been a lot of money. And there have been times in my life where it was almost, well, embarrassing to even write the check. All right, so model number one is for those of you who have what you would consider high credit card debt. High credit card debt typically refers to a balance that is challenging to pay off and may require a significant portion of your income. By the way, if you have three months or more of your household bills saved up, then I want you to flip-flop the numbers in the retirement and savings category that I'm about to mention. So here are the numbers. Of the assets that you have to put towards these three categories, balance it like this. Put 70% towards your debt, 20% toward your savings, and 10% into your retirement accounts. Remember, if you're someone that already has those three months or more of all your household bills sitting in your savings account, then put 20% in your retirement account and only 10% in savings. Here's model number two. For those of you who have moderate credit card debt, moderate credit card debt can be defined as a balance that's more than can be paid off in a month, but it's still manageable within your overall budget. In this case, you wanna put 50% of your allocated funds towards your debt, 30% towards your savings account, and 20% in your retirement accounts. Remember, when I say debt, I'm talking specifically about credit card debt. And model number three is for people with little or no credit card debt. By the way, guys, if you're enjoying this video and wanna see more like it, then do me a favor and please hit that subscribe button. Okay, and model number three, we wanna put 30% towards our credit card debt. 40% towards our savings, and 30% into our retirement accounts. If you have no credit card debt at all, stack this debt category on top of your other loans, like your auto loans and your mortgage. Also, once you have three months of all your household bills saved, keep funding this category, but instead of putting it in your savings account, like at your bank, put it in a brokerage account that can be invested, or cash value life insurance, because either of those, you still have immediate access to your cash before retirement age. This continues to build a fund that can be considered savings for opportunities and emergencies, but these funds can also be later used for retirement purposes. It's the best of both worlds, baby. That was corny, maybe I'll cut that part out. Remember guys, these are just models, and instead of doing model two or model three, for example, you might make up your own model called 2.5, that fits right in between them. The important thing is to have a plan and stay true to yourself. Make a decision on what you're gonna do and stick to it. When you have a detailed plan of what you're going to do, you know throughout the year if you step away from it. But when you have no plan or goal at all written down, it gives you permission to just wander all over the place. 
and that's not good for you. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this one. And remember, if you ever want to have a conversation about anything you've seen in any of our videos, you can get on my calendar with me through my website. I appreciate you. And until next time, may God bless you.